Welcome to Grow Your Creative Agency, a podcast. Nate, Nate. Yeah? It's not, not going to work, not man. not going to work. Okay. Hey, this is Eric Parnell, owner of the Northwest Collective. And Nate Kupish, owner of Blastoff Studio. Has your creative agency plateaued? Or are you growing slowly and ready to scale up faster? Or maybe you're just ready to give up and get a nine to five. Listen in as we chat with founders who have successfully built up their own creative agencies. Join us as we learn how to get the clients you want, generate greater revenue, and develop a sustainable business model that makes you more productive and less stressed. Hey friends, Nate Kupish here, one of your hosts at the Grow Your Creative Agency podcast. Today, Eric, the other host, is over in Portland with his team of Northwest Collective, his film agency, his um, film studio, and they're they're shooting some work. So today I'm at my desk and I wanted to record something that has been really taking up a lot of space in the minds and conversations of our team personally. And I thought it might be something that would help move you forward as well. I've got a little bit of a cold, so I apologize if I end up coughing or anything. But I really do believe that what I'm going to share in the next few minutes may save you quite a bit of time and headache and allow you to move forward in growing the design and creative work, uh, whatever realm it is within that space. I really believe it actually may help move you forward. So thanks for tuning in. This is not an extensively long episode, uh, but again, it's something that I feel like uh, I wish I would have had even six months ago. So I think as a whole, We all want to work efficiently and effectively when we want tools that help us do that. Uh, But today, there are so many tools to choose from, and it's not uncommon to feel overwhelmed by what to choose. Uh, And that takes valuable time and energy and research, which takes away then from our work. And we all know this in a day-to-day example of going to the store, and some of us struggle maybe more with Um, the whole analysis paralysis uh, experience and others, but I have my brands. And when I go to the store and I see the peanut butter section and there are 15 types of peanut butter and they all have one thing that's better about each of them. One is lower sodium. One is, you know, pre-mixed. One is all these different aspects. And I can sit I mean, when I'm like not healthy, I can sit in that space in front of that peanut butter aisle and I can, or section in the aisle, and I can spend, uh, it's embarrassing, but I can literally spend 15 minutes reading the labels, looking at the marketing, trying to understand, because I so value, I want the the best. Like I'm willing to pay more if this feature, you guys get all that. Well, I think without question, This is more true and actually more important and more impactful in our work. And when it comes from finding efficient tools that help us effectively do our work, uh, this is really important. And even last night, um, I was up uh, talking with my wife till about 10, 30, 11, around some of these tools, and we were throwing some different ideas around on how to you know, adjust things within our studio and the clients that we work with to give them the best experience and us to be able to be most effective and have some flows and formats that can be reproducible and what tools are going to allow us to do that. It just reminded me. And so the the importance of finding tools that work for us, investing in them, trusting them, and then moving on and doing our work. Because at the end of the day, 
the tool is not the focus. The tool should make the work easier. It should be as if we're moving from digging a hole with a shovel and then we find a great tool like a, like a backhoe and all of a sudden we can actually put out less work but produce greater uh, effect or quality. And so today I'm going to share the tools that we use here at Blastoff Studio for maximum efficiency and effectiveness. Uh, the ones that we've found to be the best for us in hopes that you can move forward and grow your creative work space, all of that uh, best. And so I'm just going to jump right into it. Now, by no means is this sponsored uh, by, by no means am I saying that these are absolutely what you should use. Every uh, Everyone has different ways that they work, different ways that they think. Uh, in fact, I met with project management scrum uh, agile um, expert that I had we had set up some time with, uh, and it was, you know, a really expensive session, absolutely worth the time and investment. This guy was just brilliant on how to do project management and organization. And so we had him come in and look at, um, our, our project management tools and really just give some critical feedback where we could, you know, tighten things up or add things, you know, all that. And I left that session, uh, just really grateful that, what he did was actually cut back on a lot of the stuff that we were doing to simplify. And so um, here we go. Uh, we use for our kind of our process, the first tool that I'll bring up is we use a tool called Hello Bonsai. It's about $350 a year, um, but it offers a really great interface for sending proposals, for sending invoices. It tracks the invoices, whether they're paid or unpaid. You can set up um, services. So for instance, when we do, even though we adjust pricing on different clients based on value, we can set up some general uh, pricing tasks that we can add to our invoices that's going to give us a starting point with a ton of description copy. So for instance, let's say in the process of setting up um, brand identity for a client, they also, this happened uh, actually last week, they also needed their G Suite set up. Um, so they needed emails for all of their team and setting up the email signatures with their brand, all, you know, all that stuff. Well, for us, uh, we had a set cost for per user what that would be. And we list out all the benefits of, of having you know an email signature that's linked to the website and social and all that, whatever was most important for them. And so having that task is really helpful for us, um, that line item. That can be added to uh, an invoice. So Hello Bonsai has been really helpful for us for billing, for proposals, for invoices. Um, but it does leave one bit of a gap. There is a bookkeeping feature in there. We we personally didn't find it to be fully what we needed, and so we did go ahead. And so our second tool that I'll introduce here is one familiar to you. Uh, we do use QuickBooks. There is an integration between Hello Bonsai and QuickBooks. It works okay. Um, I'll be honest, there's a lot of things that don't get transferred over, which is a headache. But that being said, again, choosing what we find to be the best fit tool that helps us be effective um, and efficient in our work. We use Bonsai for all of the front client facing um, work. And then on the back end, it spits all of that over into um, QuickBooks where we can itemize all of our 
expenses, we can itemize everything so that for taxes, that's all squared away. So for finance, proposals, invoices, hello bonsai, for all of the bookkeeping aspect, we connect QuickBooks to that. Okay, that's the boring stuff, finance, proposals, blah, blah, blah. Um, another tool that we use, one that's also familiar to you, and in our opinion, is worth every penny, and that is Grammarly. We have Grammarly running on every single machine that we use for our team, and essentially, if you're unfamiliar with Grammarly, it has an extension that plugs into pretty much every app that you're using, and, and is doing more than spell checking, but it's actually doing the grammar check. That for us is incredibly valuable. Yes, it's uh, for our team, it's about $150 a year, but it's incredibly valuable because um, I think we've said this on a different episode, but in today's culture and how art and creativity services and experiences are more, uh, what we just watched, uh, the three amigos as a family the other night. And there's a scene about, um, the, I don't know if you remember it, but the, the, uh, villain in it uses the word plethora. And ever since we've watched it, we've kind of been teasing in our family about the word plethora because it's so funny. But there are a plethora of um, options out there uh, for design services. And so what is it that's going to set you apart in the services that you offer in whatever sphere of design, film, you know, creativity that you offer? And I really do believe it's the, it's it's the customer service, it's the experience, it's the delivery. Um, and so for us at Blastoff, I mean, we have like our motto thing, like our mission, if you wanna call it, uh, I'll just read it to you. Our reputation as a trusted design studio is built on the dedicated time we invest in getting to know and understand our clients, their company's purpose, voice, audience, and goals. We believe that's the best starting point for good design. From there, we create effective strategies, long-lasting, scalable brand identities, innovative and understandable websites, and interactive and engaging digital and print design products and experiences. It's a mouthful, but it's also trying to be specific. What I wanted you to see is that for us, our who we are out there, if we were to put a statement out there, which is what this is, starts with the most important thing to us is actually getting to know you because we have experienced time and time again that we'll get a referral from someone and it will be from someone on our team, uh, excuse me, it'll be from someone we've worked with that refers someone on our team. And there's a difference between referring your studio to referring someone on your team. Both are beautiful. But the benefit of when someone is at a party and they bump into another business owner or head of uh, department or channel for a business and they say, hey, do you, you know what, our team is stuck on this, we need a film, we need a website, we need a logo, whatever it is, and they go, oh, I know the person. It's so-and-so over at this studio, at this agency, at this uh, freelance freelancer. When they name you, that means that there's a connection that's been made, and that personal connection will always be stronger, I think I can say that, will always be stronger than the loyalty to a brand. And so, if we can build these cultures as, as uh, people who are growing our agencies, studios, practices, if we can grow this culture of importance 
and value and experience. And when we are emailing, there's no fast emails that say sent from my iPhone. There's no misplaced uh, obvious spelling errors. Now, this stuff happens every once in a while, but like, you know those people that you interact with who you can tell just blasted off 10 emails while they're on their way walking into the coffee shop. That doesn't provide a lot of value. Like, I'm just another person in line receiving their email. So for us, Grammarly, going back to our tools, Grammarly is a really, really great one to make sure that we are putting our best front forward when it comes to digital communication. And also, of course, it helps in our copywriting for our websites that we're building and uh, copy that we're writing for our, for different assets. So that one's been really, really helpful, both in building our studio's uh, presence as who we would like to present ourselves with, um, as as um, someone who's thoughtful in, in everything that we do and taking time. So uh, hello, Bonsai, QuickBooks, it's more the finance proposal stuff, Grammarly for all the uh, writing that we do. Um, let's talk about project management for a second. So project management for us, we use two primary tools. One is more dry and one is more visually stimulating. There are a million ways to do this. In a year from now, I might have a different opinion uh, to offer, but we use Asana for all of our project management. So Asana is essentially, we have it set up so that we have, uh, there's in, in Asana, they have what's called teams. We have a cl each client that we have. So right now there are 11 clients that we're working with on either ongoing projects or one-offs. Each of those clients is a team. And then within that team are all of that client's projects. So for instance, one of our clients, ABC, has, um, well, I'm looking at our whiteboard right now, seven projects, five are ongoing, two are one-off. Inside of that client, there are seven projects, and inside of those projects are all the sections and tasks and timelines, and you can view it in a Gantt chart or a timeline view or a board view, whatever makes the most sense, whether you want it to be agile to be able to move the different tasks and sections from, say, pre-development to in-development to post-development to testing, whatever. There's a lot of flexibility there. And then each of those tasks can house a description, a link, um, and one of our favorite parts is everything is taggable, uh, as far as mention, mentionable, I should say. So I'll do at Caesar, one of our designers, at Caesar, hey, can you touch this up today? And it throws it into the comments of that task. He gets it in his Asana inbox. He clicks on it. It takes him right to that task. He can see the overall context. He can write back in that task. We can close it out. It saves all the history. So everything is there. Now, where Asana for us and for our use as a creative agency um, hits a ceiling, and it's quite all right, it's, it's not, I don't think it's the arena they want to play in, is for visual communication. So obviously within any sort of creative space, we really want to have visual communication, call them what you will, mood boards, um, however you want to say it. So for that, we use Milanote, so app dot milanote m-i-l-a-n-o-t-e and it's similar it's not the same but it's similar to a tool that you might know as miro miro is fantastic as well we've chosen milanote just based on the the ui is fits the way that our team thinks it's extremely minimal 
it's not as cheeky. Miro just feel, feels a little cheeky to me. Um, that has nothing to do with anything necessarily. It's just picking one that I feel like to meet our needs needs visually the best. So I would highly suggest uh, Milanote. And if you have questions about any of these apps or how we use them or um, how they might best work with you, again, I, this is not sponsored, but I would love to, to sit and meet and talk with you um, for a few minutes over the phone or something. But Milanote is fantastic because you create boards and each of these, it's it's literally a whiteboard that has layers that is so visual. Um, and so for, if you're a visual learner, a visual organizer, if you are the person who is writing everything on sticky notes and putting it on your wall so you can see it all, and when you can't see it, it's like makes your heart pound because you don't know where you are anymore, this is probably going to be a tool uh, that's going to help you move forward in efficiency and effectivity, effectiveness. So you have a board, and on that board, you might have things like a, a mood board for a brand. Clients can chime in. You can, it's just, it's really, really cool. So we link all of those boards in Melanote to our tasks in Asana. So we might have a client, we do, we have client in Asana, ABC, we're redoing their website. So there's the entire process that we've built out a template for, doing the discovery session, uploading that, um, putting out exactly what we need to create, all the notes that we've taken, and then we'll link that uh, Milanote board in that task, and it'll take you over to that. And we've just found it to be fantastic. Um, again, one of our designers, uh, Caesar, he's traveling right now. He is in uh, Costa Rica. Last week, he was in Mexico City. Um, just what a cool world that we live in to be able to travel. So he is just this guy who, incredible designer, travels the world. And we've found that Milanote helps him and I, specifically the rest of our team um, as well, but work in conjunction on the visual collaboration. Um, so that's how we do that. So we use, again, so Bonsai, QuickBooks, we use Grammarly, Asana, and Milanote more for the task-based and then for the visual-based. And then the last two I thought were worth sharing are um, Reloom. If you're doing any sort of website development, Reloom is a really great tool to do wireframes in. So um, within Reloom, you can quickly create your pages. So let's say we have a home page, and then we have an about page, and we have a services and a blog and on and on. And then it'll create the wire map for those pages for you. You can have it autofill suggested content sections in there and then go in and edit them, or you can just do it manually. But it's essentially a digital version of what we would what we were previously doing on a whiteboard, um, like a physical whiteboard and kind of mapping everything out. And we love Reloom because it's easy to share with clients. It gives a lot of specific detail. And then one of the best parts is for custom sites that we're building, you can actually take that map, the site map, you can have a um, workflow. It, it'll automatically create your wireframe. You can go in and adjust all of the content layouts based on the Reloom library to get you started. And then you can export that to either Figma or to Webflow, which is our primary platform that we design sites on. 
And so you can export that into Figma. Then our team can go in. So for us, our workflow is I'll do a lot of the strategy. We'll work with the clients to do their uh, creative brief, to, to grab all the content and discovery sessions. And then we'll take and we'll create that wireframe. In Reloom, we'll get it really tuned up and, and signed off on this is the content we want in this order for our site. Yes, no problem. Then we'll spit it over into Figma. Um, our team will then apply all the styles, all the design. Uh, we will have a Milanote board going that is all of the look and feel in conjunction with their brand. So we'll explore that there. And then we'll take that Figma file that we've created and we'll export it over to Webflow. And it gives us a starting point by building all of the containers with the proper div, uh, everything's set up optimally within Webflow. And it saves us a ton of time from having to do that manually. Um, again, it's kind of going from a shovel to a backhoe, and yet we're still doing all the work. It's just taking out a lot of the, um, a lot of the manual. It's not even like necessarily the creative stuff. It's just moving it from one platform to the next. So, we've found that Reloom is a really, really cool tool. Very last tool I'll say has been, I will take and pay for it personally if our company ever is struggling financially this is one of those tools that is just a game changer for us and that's loom so loom if you haven't used it it is one of my favorite tools so simple but it is a screen recording app that when you record you can have yourself you know a little circle in this in the corner but it allows us to work and uh, to record our screen to walk through proposals we always when we send out proposals we always have a video of us walking the client through that and we link that in the proposal in hello bonsai when we send it so that they can watch again it's that personal connection piece um loom will record your screen and that's nothing new you know quicktime can do that you can download apps for that but what's incredible about loom and such a brilliant thing is that it takes that that video file recording file and it instantly uploads it to your loom dashboard to your loom you know website whatever and then it gives you a link and they've integrated ai tools so it auto creates a transcript you can you know watch it 1.2 times fast or 1.5 whatever so there's a bunch of this really cool little things in there but to be able to do a screen record to be able to walk a client through a proposal uh, through a pitch, through, and obviously we like to do pitches in person, but there are times I, that we use Loom for this. Whatever the, the use case is, or questions, just so much better experience than just an email that takes us an hour to write out so that all the details are there, and then for them, they have to read it, and a video is worth a thousand words, right? So we record these videos, it uploads it to Loom, we get the link, we send that over, hey, uh, client, hope you're doing great today. Uh, would you mind giving this um, three-minute video a quick watch? It's a question having to do with your project. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Now, they can approach that whenever they want. We don't have to hop on the phone with them. We'll send back a thank you. There's still a personal connection. So Loom has been one of those tools for us that has just been a game changer in uh, continuing to push us towards that personal connection. Okay, that's it. So today, we all want to work effectively and efficiently. Tools can help us do that. There are so many tools out there to choose from. It's not uncommon to feel overwhelmed. 
and spend a lot of time researching, which takes over the time that we really want to be spending doing our work. And so uh, I, I hope this kind of gives you some clarity around at least what our agency has found helpful. Uh, maybe sometime we can get Eric on and share from a filmer uh, perspective, from a film studio protect perspective, uh, what's been helpful for him. Uh, and his team. Um, he's got a, a good-sized team, and they work really well together. So just as a recap, for us at Blastoff Studio, we found Bonsai, Hello Bonsai, and uh, QuickBooks to be really good for all the invoicing proposals and finance piece. We found Grammarly to help move us forward and continue the culture of value in communication with our clients, no cheap communication. We felt or we found that Asana in conjunction with app.millinote has been really good for project and visual management of, um, of all of our development and design. We found that Reloom is really great for all of our wireframing needs and site mapping needs. And then we found Loom to be really helpful again, kind of like Grammarly, to have be a value add and uh, in adding of, of our communication with our clients. So I hope that helps. I know there are a hundred other, and believe me, I've uh, applications out there to help you do these same things. And believe me, I have spent way too much time on blogs and YouTube channels, watching and learning. And there, there's, there's so many incredible tools out there. These are just what's working for us. And at some point, you just gotta look at that section of peanut butter and say, "This is the one I'm getting," uh, because if you stay there and you and you get that analysis paralysis, you're not gonna grow. You're not gonna move forward. In life and so in business and so we're cheering you on we are so for you guys if you have any tools that you use that you feel like have been game changers well, we would love to hear from you um, we have our our podcast email you can just email us um, personally our team at blastoff studio is hello at blastoffstudio.com again that's hello at blastoffstudio.com if you um, we would actually love to hear from you for two things. One, if there's tools that you use that have just changed how you, how you work. Um, and then secondly, if there's any topics or people that you'd like us to try and get on this show, uh, we have an episode that's going to get released next week with, uh, another just insanely amazing, um, founder of an agency and just such a fun conversation we had with her before Christmas. And, um, so she's approving that episode now and we always, you know, send it over to make sure that they feel good with it. And then once we get that approval, we will hit the post button and you can enjoy. So have a most wonderful day. Uh, get after it, keep growing your creative agency, studio, firm, whatever it is that you're doing in that realm. We are cheering for you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. See you later. Bye.